This morning, uh, I'm going to read from um, Hebrews uh, 11, starting at verse 40, and then into verse 12, verses 1 to 3. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. For God had something better in mind for us, so that they would not reach perfection without us. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honour beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. Great stuff. My, my title, if I keep switching glasses, my title was Knowing God's Plans for 2022. Um, and I thought it would be really handy if God could download his plans for 2022. I looked for his uh, Twitter feed, looked for something on WhatsApp, um, just, you know, didn't really quite happen this morning. It's quite worrying, really. So I thought, what is it that God has us for 2022? And how are these verses relevant? I just thought this amazing passage, the context of this amazing passage, is that we've had all these amazing heroes of faith. Abraham, Moses, Joseph, fantastic. These are A-listers. I mean, these are people that they would have been on Celebrity Big Brother. No, they probably wouldn't have been. But these are A-listers, and they have seen God work in amazing ways. They are faith-filled superheroes. They are examples of us, of the things that God will achieve through man, that God did. These are heroes of faith who pursued, God, who pursued God's will no matter what. And yet, it says, we will get something better. It says, wrong glasses, terrible, isn't it? <laughs> really should have done this better, shouldn't I? <laughs> it says that God has something better in mind for us. Pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. And that better for us is what? Jesus. Is Jesus. That's what our better is. This morning, Jesus is the champion of our faith. This morning, Jesus makes everything possible. This morning, through Jesus, we can have our relationship with the Father. And this morning, God is calling us to run the race. And what sort of a race is he asking us to run? This morning... If we looked at the whole passage, he's asking us to run a race of faith, a race that will last the whole of our lives, a race that will lead us one day to stand before God, and he hopefully will say, good and faithful servant. But actually, it's also a race, I believe, God this morning, he wants us to run a personal race. God has 
plans for each and every one of us. We are wonderfully and uniquely made. This morning I want to know, do we have ears to hear the plans and purposes of God? I don't know about you, but I'm already starting to fill up my calendar. I can't believe it. It's already January, what, the 16th? And I'm looking forward and I'm saying to Linda, oh, Lino, what can we do for the weekend? And we're going, okay, let's find a weekend where we can see some people. Uh, March the 3rd, March. Crazy. I mean, maybe I'm the only one who fills up their calendars. Come on, some of you must be filling up your calendars. But it's just crazy. We fill it up with all sorts, planning for the next holiday. Probably Jerry's looking forward to the next school half term. <laughs> Four weeks. Linda already knows. But we fill it up with dinner dates and theatre trips. But my question is this morning is, do we have place and space for God to write his plans in our lives? I want to suggest that this morning... There are four things that I bought out of the passage, and I want us to look at them bit by bit. And the first thing I thought was, as I was reading this passage, I thought the words that came to me were abandonment and submission. It says to throw off everything that slows us down. And what does that actually mean, throw off everything? I, I just thought about it. It's actually... We've uh, recently, we were, we were thinking about moving, and so we thought we would look, go into our loft. Wow. When I say we thought we'd go into our loft, it took us a while to get into the loft. It was so full of stuff. And actually, we started to declutter. So much stuff in there. And you hoard it, and you think, oh, I'm sure this will be useful sometime, at some place, in the box, in the corner, buried away. And actually, I think sometimes we can fill our lives with clutter. And this morning, the first thing I think God says, do you know what? Let's get rid of the clutter that stops us hearing from him. And, and some of that clutter, actually, there was nothing wrong with those things that were in the box. The 550 pictures that our daughters painted us, that we thought at some point would be helpful. Watch out, Zoe, you're going to be throwing them away one day. Start now. But actually, the truth of it is, is that, you know what, times change on. And sometimes I think we can hold on to things in the past. And we think, do you know what, I used to do that, or I used to do that. And actually God says, that was great then. But what's his plans for you now? Where is he asking us to go now? What is he calling us into, into 2022? What are we spending our time on? Are there things that we need to just eject out of our lives and say, do you know what? I want to run the race, God. I want to abandon everything, no matter what, and throw it away. But actually, not only that, the other thing that struck me was this sense of submission. I love this chapter, and it says, actually, Jesus, the champion, because of the joy awaiting him, endured the cross, disregarding its shame. And the Passion Translation says, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his, he endured the agony of the cross. 
Jesus was prepared to surrender everything. I've been reading a book by Pete Gregg called God on Mute, which is a fantastic book to read about prayers and why and some prayers are answered and why, oh, you don't always hear from God. But the one thing that has really struck for me is that he said, are we prepared to be like Jesus and cry? Take this suffering away from me, yet I want your will to be done, not mine. I mean, let's just get into this in context when we talk about... God says we, need to, we want to abandon our will and run the race. But actually, there's also a sense where we need to be submissive and submit our will. I mean, Jesus, what, could have easily sat there in the Garden of Gethsemane and said, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here! And the angels would have come down and it would have been all sorted. He didn't have to die on a cross. He, he could have chosen and said, you know what, God, it's, I know we probably talked about this plan a long time ago, but it's, it's looking a bit difficult now. I'm sure there's lots of spiritual things on this, Tim. I'm sorry we can't find it. But, um, <laughs> perhaps not, you know. But actually, my question to you is that Jesus was prepared to say, your will be done. This morning, I ask, are we prepared to say, your will be done? Just think about it. Your will be done. I often think of the story of Luke 5, when Peter the fisherman, who'd been out all night, bearing in mind he was a fisherman, he was a fisherman by trade, and he'd been out all night and he caught nothing. And Jesus said to him, hey, why don't you try throwing the net on the other side of the boat? And he threw it on the other side of the boat and he caught a catch so vast it broke the nets. I don't know about you, but actually, he was a fisherman. He'd been on the waters all of his life. And here's somebody telling him and giving him another way to do things. I wonder how flexible are we? How flexible are we to change the things that we've done and say... Okay, God, I'm prepared to be obedient. I've been doing this. You know what? I'm a sales director. I know how to do sales. I know how to make a deal. I know how to win business. But maybe God says to me, Pete, have you tried it this way? Pete, have you thought of doing this? I wonder if we're prepared to say, okay, I'll give it a go. Or are we so confident in our own ability that we say, your will be done, but do you know what, God? Have you seen the way I do things? Actually, when we say your will be done, that is total submission. Total submission. And I don't say it lightly. Linda and I have been recently thinking about moving house and what do we hold? Our children are grown up. What do we do? And actually, I've been really praying, God, your will be done. Whatever that looks like. Does that mean if it's leaving my job? What does that actually mean? And I've actually had that assurance that no matter what it is, God will look after us. God will open the right doors. God will take us to those right places. So this morning, if we want to know what God's plans are, are we prepared to jettison everything? And are we prepared to say, your will be done? 
But these heroes of faith that went before us, I mean, they weren't just sort of, you know, they, they were unique, weren't they? They were pioneers. In fact, the message says, the message version of Hebrews 12 says, all these pioneers who blaze the way. I don't know about you, but it's exciting, isn't it? As we start 2022, do we want something to be different or do we just want it to be the same? God, yeah, your plans for me, they're, they're great, God. Maybe I'll lead worship a little bit better. Maybe I could preach a bit better. Maybe I'll read another book. Maybe I'll do a bit more walking. Is that what we want or do we have something more? Where's our bar this week, this today? What's our expectation? I don't know about you, but I want to... I don't just want to tread water. I want to pioneer. I want to do something different. These people, these heroes of faith, were prepared to go and do anything. They left their homes. They were prepared to stand up for God. And I just feel this morning, is God in this room calling some of you to be a pioneer? Is he asking you to go to a new place? Somewhere where you think, how will I get there? How will I be supported? How will I live? What about where I am now? I'm not suggesting we should all leave Trinity Church. But I just wonder this morning, is God putting a call on some people's lives? But actually, when I started thinking about running this race, do you know what? I thought it could be so easy. It could be like going through a fitness class. You know, you think, okay, I'm going to run this race. I'll just do the exercises. You know, run on the spot. We could get on the treadmill. And, and we feel like we've done 30 minutes. I've got a Fitbit, which actually it's not. It's, a, it's an Apple Watch. And it, I love it because it tells me that I've stood 11 out of 10 times in a day, which is very exciting. It tells me that I've managed to buy, burn a few calories and it tells me that I've managed to, and I try and close the rings. I've got three rings, and can I close the rings? And it's really exciting. It goes, bing, bing, you've hit your target for the day. But I'm not really going anywhere, am I? I feel I'm going through the motions. This morning, I feel God says, let's run a race. Let's go on a journey. And when we run, Linda and I went for a walk yesterday. And it, we could have just walked around the garden in circles. We could have just said, oh, we want to go for a walk. And we could have just gone from under the garden, back to the thing and back. Just walked around for half an hour or an hour in the, in the garden. It would have been interesting, but it doesn't really change anything. There's no adventure. Instead, we walked through London and we did about 10 miles of walking. I'm sorry, my feet hurt. But we walked around London. We saw sights, things that we hadn't seen before. And this one morning, I wonder if God says... Do you want to go and run that race? Break away from where you are. Go and do an adventure. Go on something different. Journey with me. This morning, I just feel God saying, hey, I'm looking for some volunteers. I'm looking for some volunteers. In Isaiah, he says, whom shall I send and who will go for us? This morning, is he saying, whom shall I send? Actually, you can be doing whom shall I send in your schools, in your workplaces, in the community. And what's our response this morning? Who will I send? Do we want to say, here I am, 
send me. Is that what we want? Do we want to be doing something different? Do we want to hear God's plans for us in 2022? Here I am, send me. I think it's interesting, I'm a mere 55, going to be 56, and I think in nine years I'm going to be retiring, perhaps, I should be so lucky. And I think, but, you know, what, what have I done with my life? What do I want to do with my life? And actually, I don't want my last 20-odd years, or I want to be on an adventure with God, I'm excited. I don't just want to be winding down, I want to be cranking up. And maybe some of you newly married couples out there, and I feel this quite clearly. I think there's a Jebson, you know, I just feel like, guys, you're not normally married, you know. I just feel like God says, you know, there's adventures for you guys out there. Go on it. Run the race that he has for you. It's very quiet in here, isn't it? It's very quiet. <laughs> and I think when we run this race, the one thing that really strikes me is a sense to be obedient. You know what? We really need to run that right, got the race that God has set before us. And sometimes I feel we're so keen on running somebody else's race. You know what? There's no way I could ever preach like Tim. Tim is a fantastic preacher. He studies the word and, ex and expands it in ways that I could never do. And actually, I have to accept that that's not who I am. And Jerry, he runs an amazing school and he's organised and he has an amazing vision for his school. I couldn't do it. That's not who I'm called to be. And this morning, I'm standing up here, and you're thinking, I'd love to be up there. But, you know, actually, I've got such a heart for children. You know, does that make that, does this, is this more important than serving the children? Is this more important than making the tea or the coffee? Of course not. What is it that God's calling you to do? Is it talking to that, going around and seeing a neighbour who is lonely? Is as valuable as standing up here on a Sunday morning. You know what the talks about in the Bible about the body of Christ being many parts. And you know what? If one of us isn't work, if one of us doesn't do our call, then the body doesn't really work. As I found with my toe, if it's not working, it really I just can't walk very well. And, and actually, this morning I feel God says, you know, what's the call He's given you to do? And just go and do it. And sometimes the problem is that there are lots of people and we have natural talents. Maybe we can sing, we can dance, we can act, we can speak at the front, whatever it is. Maybe it's, and actually it's, the question is saying, actually I don't want to use my natural talents that you've given me God, but I might do, but God actually what do you want to do with the talents that I have? What is it you want to use me for? What are you calling me to do? I love to cook, but is God calling me to become a chef? Don't know. 
says in Romans 12, 6 to 8, doesn't it? In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, if serving others, if you're a teacher, if your gift is to encourage others, if it's giving, if leadership ability, if showing kindness to others, what's God equipped you to do? This morning, I just feel God this morning speaking to some people here and saying, you know what? Those dreams you've had are the things that I've called you to do. Go and do them. That's what I'm calling you to do. Run the race marked out for you. Blaze away. Be a pioneer and a hero of faith. Because when God has called you and equipped you, wow, you can be a superhero. It's a superpower. Not through anything you've done, but because God equips you and he enables you to do it. And so, also as I was looking at this, I thought about, finally, expectation and endurance. We should be so excited for what's ahead. What's ahead? How exciting. You imagine it. God says, you know, God so loved the world. He sent Jesus so that we can have relationship with him. And he says, I want to co-partner with you. You know what? Church, I could do it all on my own. I'm God Almighty. But actually, I want you as my children. I want to co-partner with you. I want you to be involved in the plans and the schemes. And you get to come along for the ride. And you get to do stuff. Wow, how exciting. So often in the world, actually, delegation is really done. People who are good, they say, well, actually, I want all the glory to shine on me. And really and truly, you know, you can have your ideas. But actually, God says, no, I want you to shine for me because my spirit dwells in you. He says, I want you to blaze away for me. But actually, sometimes along the way, there are a few speed bumps. Sometimes we have to learn what it is to know through endurance. Hebrews 4.16 says, And let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God, and there we will receive his mercy and find grace to help us when we need it most. And maybe this morning you're disappointed or a bit frustrated. Maybe you're thinking, I've done all that I can, and, you know, these speed humps, I'm sure they're getting bigger. You know, one step forward, two back. But God says, you know, actually, I'm shaping you. I'm still with you. I never abandon the works of my hand. The promises that I have for you have not gone away. My promises aren't empty. Pete Gregg wrote, it was funny actually, in, the, in the, a really great thing. that I'm not totally sure of the, um, where it stands, but actually he said, sometimes he said, prayers don't always get answered in the places and times when we struggle because he said, God so loves you, he wants more time for you to hang out with him. And I thought, do you know what? Actually, sometimes the truth of it is, when things are going really difficultly, when we are in struggles, it's often the time when we spend more time in prayer. And I thought, actually, sometimes, you know, the challenge is, isn't it, when we're in those troubles, just to cry out to God. But I also really believe that God is faithful. And I think, believe that God, and if he's called you on that race, you, he will give you the strength to endure. And he will give you the capacity to run. And he will give you the capacity to see his plans fulfilled in the call that he has on your life.
this morning. Are we expectant for God? Are we expectant? I don't know about you, but I love the verse in, I love this in uh, Ephesians 3.20, and it says, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Infinitely more. You think you've got some great ideas and some plans? Nah, it's rubbish. Nothing compared to what God's got for you. Infinitely more. Infinitely more. That's pretty big, isn't it? And this morning, I just want us to get excited for the plans that God has for you. And are we prepared to let God lead us? Are we prepared this morning to jettison the rubbish that we carry along with us sometimes? Are we prepared to say, do you know what, God, I, I thought... But I've held on to this idea for a while, but actually, God, maybe you've got something new for me and I'm prepared to let it go. It doesn't make those colouring pictures of my children any less worthwhile. I've just moved on. They're adults now. My relationship with them is, 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 is fantastic, but I don't need those pictures anymore. But what God's calling us to do something new. Are we prepared to say this morning, your will be done? Not your will be done, but your will be done, whatever it is. And be expectant that God has something exciting for us. Something excited for us. Are we prepared to try something new? Are we prepared to say, do you know what, God, I don't want to be a, I want to be an imitator of Christ, not a mimic of somebody else around me. Do we want to be uniquely and wonderful and do the things that God has called us to do? And are we those that say, do you know what? We will run with endurance and we will allow God to sustain us. Lucas aid is good, but the Holy Spirit is so much better. And God will endure us. And know that actually life is sometimes a bit rocky. And sometimes when we're trailblazing, the bumps come and you're thinking, oh, this is a bit difficult but God sustains and he fulfills his promises. And then do we have that expectation? Expectation for God's plans. Infinitely more than we can accomplish. Wow. Wow. What is that going to look like for your life? And as you start 2022, be expectant. Be expectant. And I pray that this morning... We have eyes of faith. Eyes of faith. And, and it, it is sometimes so difficult to, as Linda mentioned, she had a really good, Linda mentioned to me a picture this morning she had of, you know, even in the school, there were all these different corridors and we could wander around the school. But actually God asks us to come into this room to meet. And sometimes our lives, we look around and there are so many different avenues that we have and so many different options Actually, God's saying, no, come into the place that I have called you to be. Let us not be distracted. And the one thing about this passage and these heroes of faith is about being focused. Let's be focused. I don't know about you, but imagine the impact that we will have if we are focused. Imagine the lives that will be transformed because we trailblaze for God. 
imagine what 2022 will look like. And we sit back in January 2023 and this place is full. In 2023, maybe you're even living in a different country. Maybe you're, maybe you're doing something in a different community. Maybe you're working in a different area. Maybe you're living in a different place and you look around and you say, wow, I was obedient to you, God, and oh, how you have blessed me. Actually, it was really difficult, God, but I am in a place that I didn't think I would be in. But I've been, you've been faithful to me because I've been obedient to you. And I've said, your will be done. I'm excited for 2022. I'm excited for all that God has for us, both individually and both as a church. The one thing I know as I finish is God never disappoints. God never disappoints. He may throw us the odd curveball, but he never disappoints. And this morning, I just, I just pray that we say, God, your will be done. Amen.